Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello everyone, this is Zara. This week we'll be updating you on the latest news about conflict between the Israelis and the Palestinians. We'll also be talking about artificial intelligence being used to identify skin conditions and plastic from the UK being dumped in Turkey. Our final story is about the Queen asking people to plant trees. Hello, this is Zara. This week has been another week full of very worrying headlines about the conflict between the Israelis and Palestinians. Thankfully, a ceasefire, which is an agreement to bring a stop to the fighting, came into effect on the 21st of May, bringing an end to 11 days of fighting in which so many people were killed, most of them in Gaza. Palestinian health officials say that 232 people, including 65 children, have been killed. Israeli authorities say the country's death toll to date is 12, including two children. There had been international pressure to end the fighting, with Egypt helping to begin the ceasefire talks between Israel and Hamas, which rules Gaza. Lots of Palestinians took to the streets to celebrate. Both sides are claiming victory. A Hamas official told the Associated Press news agency that the ceasefire announced by Israel amounted to a victory for the Palestinian people. At the same time, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that Israel had exacted a heavy price from Hamas. He said not everything is known to the public yet, nor to Hamas, but the full range of achievements will be revealed over time. This was the worst violence in years between Israel and Palestinians and so many people died as a result. I'm glad to hear that the fighting has stopped but like lots of people I worry that there will be more fighting in the future. There have been wars and ceasefires many times in the past between Israelis and Palestinians. For now though, at least it has all stopped and the United Nations has called on global leaders to develop a reconstruction package that supports the Palestinian people and strengthens their institutions. Hi, it's Rose here. In interesting recent scientific news, Google has launched a new artificial intelligence or AI-powered app which can help patients detect skin, hair and nail conditions based on images taken with the user's phone camera, working in a similar way to current techniques used to identify eye disease or lung cancer and CT scans. The new app can detect skin issues such as a rash on your arm. It requires three images of the skin, hair or nails from separate angles using a phone camera. The user then has to answer various questions about their skin type and other symptoms. After analysing these details, the app lists potential matches from its database of 288 possible conditions, enabling their user to carry out further research. For each matching condition, the tool will provide dermatologists reviewed information and common questions and answers, along with matching images from the web. 
It has taken three years to develop and has been built using a data set of 65,000 images of diagnosed conditions, as well as millions of images showing marks people were concerned about and thousands of pictures of a healthy skin in all shades and tones. Google noted that the latest tool does not offer a diagnosis and is not an alternative to medical advice, as several conditions need to be assessed clinically, in person or through tests such as biopsies. The pilot launch of the app is expected to happen later this year. Professor Tim Underwood, head of cancer sciences at the University of Southampton, said such tools had the potential to provide more tailored treatments to patients. The application of AI, both in cancer and in other areas of medicine, informs a conversation around what the diagnosis might be and what treatment to offer to an individual, he said. Although this is not the first AI in healthcare, it is significant for putting the tool in the hands of the public rather than doctors. Hello, this is Isa. This week, there was a rather worrying report about UK plastic waste being sent to countries like Turkey, Malaysia and Poland and then illegally dumped and burned. 40% of the UK's plastic waste is about 210,000 tonnes, which is the same as 55,000 hippos. Malaysia received 12% and Poland received 7%. That is a lot of waste. Greenpeace also said that it had investigated 10 sites in southern Turkey and found plastic bags unpacking from UK supermarkets and shops at all of them. According to the Greenpeace report, more than half of the plastic waste that government says that is recycled is actually sent to other countries. Lots of wealthy countries send waste that can be recycled overseas as it is cheaper and can help places achieve its recycling targets. However, rather than being recycled, investigators saw some of it dumped on roads and fields. Last year, we covered a story on NewsKids about Malaysia's government sending back 150 shipping containers of illegally imported plastic waste to the countries that came from 42 of those containers had come from the UK. At the time, one of the Malaysian ministers said that this was being done to ensure that Malaysia does not become the garbage dump of the world. Following the report, Greenpeace has called for the government to take control of the problem and they said that they want the UK government to use its powers to ban plastic waste exports by no later than 2025 and they want to use environmental bill to send off official targets to reduce single-use plastic by 50% by 2025. They also want to deposit return scheme like the one used in Germany and Norway. In these countries, shoppers pay a deposit on every plastic bottle and when the bottle is empty, they post it into a special machine that gives them a coupon for the money that they spent on the deposit. This type of scheme has led to 90, 97% of plastic bottles being recycled. The UK's Department for Environment, Food and Food and Rural Affairs said that they were clear that the UK should handle more of its waste at home. That's why they are, and that's why they were committed to banning the export of plastic waste to countries like Turkey through tougher controls. 
Hi, it's Lori here. People across the UK are being encouraged to plant trees as part of a new initiative to celebrate the Queen's Jasmine Jubilee, which takes place in 2022. The Prince of Wales planted the first Jubilee tree at Windsor Council, joined by the Queen, to launch the scheme. The National Tree Project, named the Queen's Green Canopy, aims to protect ancient woodlands and forests, as well as encouraging the planting of new trees. Prince Charles encouraged the rest of the country to plant a tree in celebration of the Queen's Jubilee next year, which will mark her 70th year on the throne. He said that planting the trees and looking after existing woodlands is a simple and cost-effective way to protect the planet. Did you know the Queen has planted lots and lots of trees around the world throughout her reign, more than 1,500 in total, as she is quite often asked to do this on official visits to other places and countries. Trees play a very important role in our world today. They absorb carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and release oxygen into the air. Trees can also reduce wind speeds and cool the air around us as they lose moisture and reflect heat upwards from their leaves. They can also help remove pollutants from the air, prevent flooding and soil erosion and boost wildlife. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.